Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. I got a radio show. Man, God is good to me. Yeah, he is. It's good to all of us. It's just we got to stop sometimes and acknowledge it. All the small things that happen to you. They're just direct favor and blessings from God. All of them. All of them. All of them, man. So don't take it for granted. Don't take for granted that you woke up this morning. Please don't take that for granted. That's a great, that, you know what that says to me when he wakes me up in the morning? When he wakes me up in the morning, it says to me, Steve Harvey, and you could take this yourself. It says to me that God ain't through with me yet. That God still has a plan for me. That God still has a mission for me. And that God still has blessings for me. So I wake up every day and I try to realize I don't always do it, y'all. You know, sometimes I wake up on the you know, wrong side of the bed like you. I get off to a little rough top, but I catch myself always somewhere. And I go, wait a minute, man. Hold on. You tripping. What you got your mouth stuck out about? What Did you forget the blessing that it is to wake up, Steve, for real, man? So you're going to get up here and, and you're going gonna to claim yourself not to be a morning person. Man, you know how many people out here say that? I'm not a morning person. Why would you lay claim to that? Why would you make that part of your makeup? I'm just not a morning person. When, if things go right, this is something you're going to do every day the rest of your life. Wake up. So you're going to wake up every day like that? And then you need certain things to happen in a row in order for you to get your motor started or in, the, or in order for your day to get off the right way. If you don't hear some bad news, that blow it. If you get up to go to work, that blow it. If you hit an alarm clock, the sound of your alarm clock make me sick. Change it. Get another alarm clock. Do something. Do whatever you got to do to start jump-starting your day so it doesn't start off where you got to acknowledge the fact or lean credence to the fact that, hey, I don't like mornings. Man, I love mornings. Wake me up in the morning. Thank you, man. Thank you for waking me up in the morning. Thank you for giving me a chance. Another, thank you for not being through with me yet. Man, thank you for just getting me up so I could just go do it again. So, you know, I, I, just, I just wanted to share that piece with you today. But also, I wanted to talk to you about the process. The process of becoming successful at whatever it is you want to become successful at. Once again, when I'm talking about success, I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about whatever you want to be successful at. Now, if that's a financial thing you're shooting for, a financial goal, ain't nothing wrong with that. Cool. This is for you. If you're trying to become a success at school, this is for you. If you're trying to become a success down at your job, in your career choice, cool. If you're trying to be successful in a relationship, cool. This is for everybody that's trying to be successful on whatever level. Here it is. You must understand the process. 
This is not instant coffee we're making here. Your success in whatever area concerns you, this ain't instant coffee here. You put hot water on it, you got coffee. This is the process. Let's, let's matter of fact, let's use coffee as an example. A lot of people are not successful because of just that. They want it to be like instant coffee. Well, I done put this hot water on it. Why ain't I got coffee? Because you got to go through the process. Somebody has to plant something. To get a real good cup of coffee, somebody got to plant something. A seed in the ground. The seed is covered with dirt. This is the process of becoming successful. This ain't instant coffee. This ain't put hot water in it, stir it up, dash your coffee, start your day. To become successful, we all want this cup of coffee, but this is the process. Somebody has to put a seed in the ground. Somebody has to cover it with dirt. Someone has to tend it. Someone has to farm it. Someone got to look after it. Somebody got to water, water it nurture it, fertilize it. Then that seed sprouts up out the ground, becomes a plant. Now this plant got to be tended to, watered, nurtured, pruned. Then after a couple of years or some time goes by, that plant bears a fruit or bears a, a, a plant, a, a, a vegetable, whatever they phrase it, or whatever they use as the term for it, and it produces a coffee bean. Now, this coffee bean has now got to be harvested. It's got to get picked. See, this ain't instant coffee, y'all. You know, Juan Valdez got to come by on a donkey. You've seen the commercial. He got to pick it. Then they got to package it. Then somebody got to ship it. Now, after it's shipped, it's a coffee bean in a package. But now, guess what? On this end over here, somebody got to pay for it. Then it's got to be the particular brand that you want. Or it's got to be the brand that tastes best to you. Somebody got to purchase it. Then we take that bean home. Now, guess what we got to do? Still, still got some work to do. If you got coffee beans, you got to have a coffee grinder. You got to meal it up to the right consistency. Then you got to put it in your pot. You got to heat up some water to a, terp to, to, to a certain temperature, and then you got to get it to boiling. I mean, what, you know, whatever temperature it is, you got to get it to boiling or near boiling or whatever. And then it's got to do, go through another process called brewing. It's got to brew. Then when it's done brewing and the aroma fills the house and that fragrance that you love so much to smell a coffee, if you're a coffee drinker, but we're just using this as an analogy. Then you get to pour yourself a cup. That's the process. You got to understand there is a process to becoming successful. Ain't no shortcut. There ain't no instant coffee that tastes better than the coffee I just described. And it don't last that long. And it don't belong to you. You didn't earn it. It's instant. It just don't taste the same. 
It's been freeze dried for your convenience. The best coffee in the world is brewed. It's a process. Your success is a process. Don't get deterred by the process. Don't give up because it seems like it's too many steps. Keep taking. Don't let the process stop you. Be determined. As I always say, you got to get funky with this thing. You, j- you got to be a little mean sometimes. If you want to be a winner, you got to be mean. You got to have some dog in you. I'm just going to tell you the truth. You got to have a dogged determination. You got to lock on like a pit bull and don't let go. You got to be a sneak, sniff it out like a bloodhound. You got to be able to run. You got to be able to run like a wolf. You got to have some dog in you, man. You can't get determined. You got to go get it like a Labrador retriever. You got to have some dog in you. Don't let the process defeat you. That's what stops people from becoming successful. That's why there aren't more successful people in whatever area you're talking about because the process gets to them. I'm tired of planting. I'm tired of picking. I'm tired of fertilizing. I'm tired of watering. I'm tired of grinding. I'm tired of waiting. I want want the coffee. Now it's a process. Success is a process. Don't turn around, y'all. Keep praying. God will help you. Keep moving. Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 18, 18 minutes after the hour. Welcome to the ride, y'all. Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Tuesday. Yay, yay. Excited about it. So happy to be alive. (laughs) Rich boy, what's up, man? Three mil. Oh, man, y'all at it again. What's up? Good morning to everybody. Shirley Carla. Junior, Uncle Steve. Morning, morning. Tuesday morning. Boy, we done found out so much stuff. I said, boy, you got to be good. Junior been looking up stuff you what a, did. What have yeah. we found? What are you talking about? What have we found out? Well, Tommy, girl, Tommy balling. Yeah. Oh, you, been, oh, you, you Googled Tommy. Yeah, Tommy, I, Tommy don't do nothing but hustle. That's all ways. Tommy do. Instagram, Facebook. You ain't seen his Facebook? God, you ain't seen no. his tour page? That boy living, girl. That boy oh, got congratulations, Tommy. <laughs> what is wrong with him, man? <laughs> it's called congratulations. hustle. Well, yeah. that means you taught him well, Steve, because he he learned from you. Yeah, so you know, quit saying it's called hustle. Just say what it is, rich boy. Come on. It's what else you hustling, man. What you buy this weekend? I ain't bought nothing. Oh, you ain't bought nothing this weekend. You ain't spent no money. No. You ain't bought no caviar. <laughs> you ain't Your go-to meal. You <laughs> can't live without caviar. Caviar, what is that? Because I know, I know good and well, Tommy, that you are looking at another car. Another one? Yeah. How many you got now, huh? Oh, I don't know how many he got. You, that's another thing right there. When you don't know how many he got, that's right there. That ought to tell you something. 
How, how uh, what car are you looking at now, Tommy? I'm not looking at one right now. Why are we talking? I ain't about talking about right now. Right now. Later on down the line. Oh, oh. Yeah. I got my eye on one now. What? What's next? I don't know. I, I, yeah. You said you got your eye on one. Yeah, I can't talk about it though. Oh, it you don't want to expose. Uh-huh. Who it ain't for me? I can't talk about it. Oh, oh, it's for your new wife. That's nice. Oh, okay. Right now. You the one who bought it up. No, no, you did. Oh. No, I said, what car are you looking at? You the one who said you can't do it because it ain't for you. Then Shelby well, said you're buying it for your new wife. And then we sitting up here going, damn. Steve, I think you should be proud of your nephew. He's doing well. He's following in your footsteps. I am. I'm You've trying been to like get him a mentor to tell us what the car him. is. That's all I just want him to talk about. So share. Share your knowledge, man. So people you know, want to come you, up to know Why don't we like. talk about all this when I call you and you don't pick up? Why don't we talk about that? <laughs> he doesn't, no, what do you mean he doesn't pick you up? off the air. What does he mean? You see that? <laughs> well, what do you mean he doesn't pick up? You guys don't talk. He just like, does not pick up. You know how you can tell when somebody didn't hit ignore on you? You can, you know, it kind of cuts off sharply while it's ringing. I know he done sent me to ignore. I'm like, why don't you pick up? Now, as soon as he want me, let me not answer that phone. I because, dog, I want something. You don't ever want nothing. I can talk to you at work. See, we ain't talking about nothing now. I mean, that's interesting because we all talk out of, you know, outside of the show on the phone. Who we do? do? We all do. We do. Oh, yeah. y'all don't call me outside call of the show. Because where are yeah you you're always <laughs> busy you're always busy and Tommy's and right you working. don't pick up yeah you're always working so when's a good time you to will call you? when a is text. a good time yeah you will you can text me yeah yeah you well, good we don't talk <laughs> but all of us talk outside of the show though we do yeah I'm gonna stop talking to Tommy I didn't know he was this rich boy stop Tommy got mad Godly. Tommy, how much you make a year, man? For real? Three mil. Oh, you asked me that yesterday. Would you stop asking me that? Any three mil, Tommy? Hey, dog, you know how many times no. you done asked me how much something costs, what I'm driving, how I'm I flying? Know. You know how many times I you done know. done that? And you know what? I'm going to retract all those times I did that. Yeah, I, I, I feel bad about doing you that. You want to so do stupid. over my, my, Yeah, I'm sorry. He wants to I reset. It's too late. <laughs> I apologize I for doing like that to you. So back It's too late. It's too late. I'm in your drawers. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you guys this. Are you going to um, bet any money? Are you in any pools for the um, Final Four thing? I bet anybody that want to bet. Like a little office you, pool? Work. Yeah. Yeah. Who you got? Who uh, Who you think going to win it, Junior? I'm going to think North Carolina going to take it. Who you think going to win it, Tommy? South Carolina. All right, mm. I bet. The underdog. Who do you think, Steve? I think North Carolina. I think Oregon might shock somebody too, though. Yeah. Okay. But I did put up $1,000 on them doggone Atlanta Falcons, and good God, they hurt me in the last quarter. You talking about Super Bowl? All that money. Yeah, yeah I put a too. grand up on it. That's the last bet I did. That one right there. Dog, you mm. dropping $1,000 on the bed? Hell, that ain't nothing, dog. I <laughs> bought that money. Dog, oh, that ain't man. nothing, Junior. You know what? I, we, can we just talk and quit bringing the money part up? Stop. Dog, you bought you that up. <laughs> he always forgets. Uh, okay, uh-huh. so is that the wager, $1,000? <laughs> is that what you guys are, are betting on the final four? 
That's your number. I do a hundred times. I do a thousand with you. So on the final four, y'all are betting each team that you said to take the championship. Yes, Steve mm-hmm. says North Carolina. Oh, we got to get out of this fourth first. Carolina. Yeah, you got to get to yeah, the I mean, you know, I mean, look, we could be wrong. It could be some upsets. Mm-hmm. So I say let's bet each game. Who's okay. playing? Okay. Okay, let's uh, Who's playing? So you, got, you got South Carolina against Gonzaga. Right. And then okay. you got, um, who you got? Oregon. And then you got North Oregon Carolina. versus uh, North Carolina. Okay, that ain't going to be good. Okay. That's gonna Both be games are Saturday, April... April, April Fool's Day, April first. And then, so then whoever wins the game yeah, is this. next Monday the third. So I tell oh, you okay. what, I'll bet you mm-hmm. on one game, Junior. You bet him on the other. No, we we betting against you. We going to North Carolina. Oh y'all Wait, against me? It's the us two of y'all? and them. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. Oh God. Okay, so I take South Carolina. I y'all just bet. Who? Y'all just tell me. No, I'm not picking Gonzaga. Uh. Uh-uh. uh Ain't no way in the world. Hell no. I'm not getting that bet. Trying to trick me. <laughs> All right. When we come back from the break at 34 after, they'll settle this sometime today, I guess. Something funny is coming up. It's Roscoe Wallace. He'll be here to tell us what we can expect when he performs at the Sand and Soul Festival in the Bahamas coming up this October. We'll be back. Ain't no problem. I go get him right now. Okay. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. When we come back right after this, I'm going out in the hallway and I'm going to get Roscoe. Uh, y'all can ask him questions about the Sand and Soul Uh-oh. Festival. Roscoe Wallace, live, Sand and Soul, this October 6th through the night. Okay, I heard he was performing. He just got added to that. Oh, I can't get wait. Get ready, ladies and gentlemen. He is here. It is Roscoe Wallace, the incredible <laughs> Level man right there. What's up, Tommy? All good, Roscoe. What it do, baby? You ain't like all good. It do what it do. That what it do. <laughs> Junior. Roscoe, my hero. What's, What's up, up baby? Everything, everything. everything. Going all right. What's up, Shelly? What's going on, baby? Hello, Roscoe. How are you? All right, all right, all right. Still mad. I'm a man really, I'm a man really all doing. Uh, his name is Nesto, and he's doing well. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Dog is Mexican, I ever seen. <laughs> tell him I love him, my boy, my homie, though. I'll tell him. Crazy about go to hell. Hey, what's up, golly? Hey, Roscoe, what's happening? Oh, you know, it's just everything, everything. You just always uh-huh. going, something going on, just over there, just working, working uh-huh. and writing, writing and working, singing, performing, everywhere, everything, everything. So busy, I ain't ever got nothing out to do. Roscoe, we hear you're uh, performing. You've just been added to the list of performers at Sand and Soul this October. That's our big festival. You heard it right. Coming up in the Bahamas. You ain't ain't here. It's a fact. Oh, it's true? (laughs) It's a fact. (laughs) Like a scripture. (laughs) (laughs) The word. You know what I'm saying? You better know I'm coming. Yeah, I just got added up. You know, add on. Wow. They tried to get Bruno Mars, and Bruno said he wasn't going to be able to make it. So Bruno called me and said, Rocco, they need somebody greater than me. And I said, well, hell, that's me. <laughs> oh, you know Bruno Mars? Yeah, yeah, I know Bruno Mars. How, how, how do you, you know Bruno, Bruno Mars? Mars? I'm shocked, actually. What? 
How do you I, know Bruno <laughs> Mars? It surprises all of us that you. What are all these shocks and surprises for? I, we didn't know you know. Who the hell like I don't know? I got two questions. He in music, ain't he? Huh? What'd you say, Roscoe? He in music, ain't he? Well, yes, of course. Yes, he makes the hits. Uh huh. Oh, yes. Uh, Yeah, I've been knowing Bruno Mars ever since he was a baby. I knew his granddaddy. Oh, yeah. What 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 was was his name? Flute of Mars. (laughs) (laughs) Flute to Mars. Flute. They call him Flute. Flute of Mars. How, how'd yeah. you meet him? Oh, I met him one time at a deal gone bad. <laughs> what the? Yeah, that would happen. That would happen. I was, was, was working. I was coming up, coming out of a uh, uh, speakeasy one night, and uh, I saw him coming out of the house, and he was just gone. You... <laughs> I was up in Harlem when I met him, and I said, "Man, your ass is gone. <laughs> Ooh, you high as hell. It looked like you done flew to Mars." <laughs> And his name stuck. That's why we started calling him Fluta. Oh, okay. Oh, man. That's how I met him. Oh, okay. Can, oh, can I yeah. ask him? His real name is Flo Rider. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Flo Rider, Mom. I saw how high it was. I said, hell, you ain't rode nowhere. You done flew. <laughs> oh. I'm killing me. I'm killing me. Go yeah, ahead I want to ask you a question, Charlie. Ass, so I said I want to go on out there and let him do some of my hits. I want to, you know, uh, all that. Oh, I wait, said, no, I told wait, 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 wait. Stop, wait. You what? wrote, you wrote I Wanna, I wanna by Keith Sweat? Yeah, yeah, I wrote I Wanna. No, you didn't. I thought, yeah. That's you thought what? New Jack Swing, uh, Teddy Riley, Keith Sweat, yes. you know, all of them were Teddy Riley. Yes, uh-huh. And Guy, remember him from well, Guy? Teddy Riley ain't know him, but I've been knowing Teddy for years. I know Teddy granddaddy, too. All he, he Teddy Riley. I knew Lifer. Me and Lifer were friends. Who was Lifer? Lifer Riley. <laughs> <laughs> the Lifer Riley. The hell, see, y'all don't know a damn thing. I don't know what the world. Now, y'all need to get Google or something. <laughs> We have it. Life around. I've been knowing Lifer for years. I met Lifer. I knew Lifer right after I met Fluta. <laughs> Lifer and Fluta, they hung out. Fluta Mars and yeah, Lifer Riley. Yeah, right. I've been writing someone square for years, man. Oh, should I put square well, in the mail? Let me ask you something, man. Let Yo. me ask you something. Go ahead. Now, do you close the show or do New Edition close? Because, yeah, new that's edition. who we thought were closing. Yeah, yeah. New Edition. Yeah, New Edition. Uh, oh, Gero, I'm going to let them close, you Ralph. know. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm going to let them close, you know, you know, simply because, you know, they more popularity. Finally, you know. the truth. Yo, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, them boys hot now. They hot like taters. Yeah, oh, they just had a movie close. about their life story. Okay. Yeah. Huh? Three-day event. They just had a movie about their life story. It was a three-day event. No, I ain't had to see that. I've been knowing all them boys. You've been knowing all them boys. I knew all they daddies right there. They, they daddy had a group. Oh, yeah? What was it? What was it? First edition. We have to uh, come back, leave on that note, and we'll be back with Run That. Y'all be good, I'm out. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We back, everybody. Uh, Coming up at top of the hour, uh, Miss Ann going to be here with some national news. Uh, we got a lot of stuff going on, but we about to run something back, I think. It's called a prank. The boy's yeah. a genius at this here. Y'all stay tuned. The fool is next.
trying to reach a um, um, Marcus. Yeah, to see who's this. Uh, my name is Jason. How you doing? My, right, what's happening? Listen, um, I'm trying to figure out if you guys are going to be out of the house by Sunday. Um, not the house. What the hell you mean out of the house? Right, let me let me get clarification. Are you guys at um West Jennings? Yeah. Okay. Right, are you you guys have to start packing up or anything like that? Dude, who are you? Uh, okay. Right, are you? How the hell did you get my number? Uh, I got it from Mr. Vernon. Are you are you familiar with Mr. Vernon? Yeah, that's my landlord. Okay. Uh, Mr. Vernon hasn't um hasn't made contact with you, Marcus. No, I didn't talk to Mr. Vernon since I last gave him my payment. Wow. And who are you again? My name is Jason. I actually um. Who are you, who are you to Mr. Vernon? Well, I actually bought the property from Mr. Vernon six weeks ago. Six weeks ago. Yeah, I actually oh, own. No. I actually own the house now. I, I'm, I'm. It was my assumption that you and Mr. had already hold talked. On. No, hold. Cause we, I, I made my last payment less than six weeks ago. And you own this house? I actually I'm own the house. I'm renting this from Mr. I'm sorry. I'm renting this from Mr. I gave him my payment less than six weeks ago. So you saying he got my money and you own the house? Man, what's up with that? Well, yeah, I actually do. I guess you know he's. Um, he actually told me that. You guys would have been out by now, and like I said, I'm I'm gonna I'm looking for everybody to be out by Sunday. Are you guys gonna be able to get out of there by Dude, Sunday? Hold on. First of all, I still got two more years on my lease at this house. You tell me you want me out by Sunday? Well, Saturday if you could actually do it. Dude, come on. You want me out of here on Sunday? Well, some sir, damn mind. I actually have some tenants that are going to be moving in on Monday. What I'm trying to do is actually get in there and get you guys out, get the place cleaned up so the tenants can move in and actually start unpacking all their things. They're wanting to move in on Monday. Hey, listen here, man. Me and my family, we ain't moving no anywhere, all right? I don't know what the hell you got to do, who the hell you got to talk to, but you better go on and fix that because I wish would come over here and try to tell me I got to get the hell up out this house. Okay, sir, are you understanding the fact that I'm lead. telling you I'm the, I'm the owner of this house now? I don't give a d I gave my money to Mr. Vernon. You better call him, call somebody, take it to fix this because we ain't moving no place. Sir, I'm going to need you out. We ain't moving no Did you understand I need you out by Sunday, sir. Now, this is my house, and you're actually arguing with me about my property. You ain't listening to me, man. You ain't listening to me. We ain't moving. I still got two more years on my lease. Dude, my last payment, I paid that two months in advance, man. I ain't moving no damn Let me get you to understand something. Mine, it, it, it was it was dude, Mr. Uh, responsibility dude, to let you know what I own the home. Come on, dog, you tripping? No, call me with this about. I would come bring bring your over here if you want to. All right, sir. Come I over will, here if you I want will be to. there on Sunday. Now, if you're not moving out, I'll have to move you. We, like I, I ain't moving nowhere. Sir, bring your over here if you want to. Though. I'm not gonna sit and go back and forth with you. I want you out of my house by Sunday. I ain't moving. No, bring your monkey over here right now. We can start this right now. I need you out of my. Are you? Are you arguing with me about my property, sir? Are you listening? I'm paying for this. I'm paying on this right now. I ain't moving nowhere. You hear me? I ain't moving my kids. We're going to sell our right here for another two years so I can get them a better place. All right, you hear me? Sir, I got tenants that will be pulling up. I don't give a Bring whoever you want to bring. I got some weight on y'all. Come on in. I ain't received no notice. I ain't got no phone call from nobody else. I'm, I got, I'm listening to you talking to this Mr. If he called me, he the one who got my money. Mr. I know the picture now. No kind of phone call, no email, no text message, no what the Mr. I own the property now. my family, we're going to be here for another two years. You hear me? You're not going to be there another two years. I get them into a better place. 
You're going to be yeah, out yeah, of there. Yeah, come you Sunday. Sunday. My family. If I there, though, bring your over here if you want to. Are you listening to me? You're going to be out of there. What the hell you got to say? You call this shit trying to hear. You got to take care of this your own. But you ain't moving me and my family out this house. Are you listening to me, sir? What the you got to say? You saying something different now? I'm telling you, if you're not out by Sunday, then I'm coming to move your stuff out by Sunday. You ain't moving. Bring your over here if you want. I, I wish it would. Hey, you. Excuse me? You. I got something else I need to tell you. Are you listening? What the? What the? I, are you listening to me? What? Say something. I want to tell you this. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Malik, your son, got what me to f- prank phone call you. Come on, man. <laughs> no, are you playing? <laughs> Are you serious? Come on, dog. <laughs> y'all, see, y'all on that other stuff, man. I'm going to kick that little <laughs> man. Yeah. Y'all got me, dog. Oh, man, I got you, man. You all right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all right, man. I'm going to let my blood pressure calm down. He told, me, right. he told me y'all listen to the show on the way uh, on the way to dropping the kids off at school in the morning. Every morning, dog. Oh, man. Uh, all I know was uh, you weren't getting out that house come Sunday, was you? Dude, hell no. <laughs> we ain't moving nowhere. Oh, man. I'm already trying to save up, trying to get them a better spot. Hey, man, keep pushing, brother. I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? You already know the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, introduce Miss Ann. Ladies and gentlemen, she's here, the one and only, the lovely Miss Ann Trill. <laughs> Thank you. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, everybody out there. Good morning, Shirley Carla, Tommy Jr., everybody. This is Antrip with the news. Senate Minority Leader Charles Schumer is demanding that House Speaker Paul Ryan get rid of Devin Nunez as chairman of the House Intelligence Committee. Now, Nunez's office has acknowledged that he viewed classified documents at the White House, held two news conferences, and briefed President Trump on those documents, secret documents, all without speaking to any members of his committee or having the information properly vetted or evaluated by the committee. That's even though the panel is in the midst of an investigation into possible Russian ties with the Trump administration. Chairman Nunez is falling down on the job and seems to be more interested in protecting the president than in seeking the truth. The White House says that since Trump had asked the Congress to look into whether he'd been wiretapped, that it made sense that Nunez briefed him. But Nunez reportedly met with a secret source who told him that members of Trump's transition team had been caught in, quote, incidental surveillance. Schumer says that's the least that Nunez can do is recuse himself. Another presidential executive order expected out today. This one expected to undo President Obama's clean air program for clean power or the Environmental Protection Agency's plan to curb global warming. Trump's new EPA chief, Scott Pruitt, says as much. President Obama's regulations restricted greenhouse gas emissions from coal-fired power plants. U.S. Attorney General Jeff Sessions putting the full weight of the Justice Department behind President Trump's threat to withhold more than $4 billion worth of federal grants uh, in money and, and from sanctuary cities, municipalities where illegal immigrants have been protected from detention and deportation, and the AG says that's a problem. Some states and cities have adopted policies designed to frustrate this enforcement of immigration laws. This includes refusing to detain known felons on the federal detainer request or otherwise failing to comply with these laws. Now, officials from Immigration and Customs Enforcement say they've identified 116 jurisdictions that routinely refuse ICE detainees and federal requests for local cops to hold non-citizens until agents can pick them up. 
An Alabama megachurch is seeking to establish its own police force. A bill to allow for that already moving through the state Senate. The 4,000-member Brywood Presbyterian Church in suburban Birmingham contends that in the wake of the tragedy at Sandy Hook and some others, it needs its own cops. And today is National Picture Book Day and National Poultry Day. <laughs> That's right. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Thank you, Miss Ann. Okay. Everyone's talking about the Dave Chappelle comedy special, Steve. Uh, Dave talked about how he didn't realize how successful Kevin Hart is, okay? Kevin Hart is the man right now. Dave says he learned the hard way when he took his son to the Kevin Hart concert. Uh, Take a listen. So I took him to the show, (laughs) and uh, we go, we sit right up front. The lights go down, and one opening act after another goes on. Then Kevin takes the stage. Crowd goes nuts. Thousands of people. (laughs) I was furious. <laughs> the longer the show went on, the madder I got. Because this show was outstanding. It was maddening. These people were holding their stomachs. My son was slapping his knee. <laughs> I'm like, I do this too. Kevin says, good night. The crowd goes crazy. And then everyone starts walking to his door and the lights come on. And then my son is just standing there looking at an empty stage. People are pushing past me, and nobody's recognizing me. I'm like, man, this place sucks. I said, come on, son, let's get out of here. And then my son looks back at me, and he says, Dad, please. Please, I have to meet him. That was outstanding. <laughs> and so honest. That was so honest. That was so honest. He was furious. I was furious. I do this too. Son, son, I do this too. I do this too. Yes. (laughs) But he knew his dad could hook him up, though. Dad, I've got to meet him. Oh, man. (laughs) That was funny. He said no one was recognizing him. (laughs) Just push it past. past. This place sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So here's our question of the week, okay? Having heard all of that, here's our question of the week. Call and tell us who you are jealous of. And and, and you just never admit it, but you are jealous of someone. And part two, who do your kids really look up to? Who do they admire? 877-29-STEVE. And uh, as usual, let's go ahead and start with you, Steve. Break the ice. Come on. Well, we might as well start with Tommy then. (laughs) We're starting with you. Who are you jealous of? Uh, I'm not really jealous of anybody. Um, Not to my knowledge, because, I mean... No, I'm pretty secure where I am. Um, well, maybe back in the day. Yeah. Uh, back when you were young. Back in the day? Yeah. George Wallace. Really? George? I wanted George to Wallace? beat his black ass. Because he was, like, so successful. And oh, man. He had crossed over wild. and, yeah, making that money. And I um, mean, like, he would, uh, like, he had an opening line. He would walk out on stage and go, all these comedians gawking up and talking about how y'all doing today and how you feeling today. I don't give a blank how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> and he would just start his show at that point. And I went, man, who does dude think he is when he don't be nice to this crowd? He never mm-hmm. did that. He um. just used to walk out and go, I don't give a blank how you feel. <laughs> You're going to feel better <laughs> when I leave here. That's what I do now. <laughs> that was my only <laughs> moment. And you guys are still friends to this day, so oh, that's pretty yeah. good. He taught me a yeah. lot. 
Mm-hmm. George Wallace taught me a lot. He was the first wow. black headliner I had ever seen. Mm-hmm. J. Anthony Brown was the first black headliner I ever worked with. Mm. Oh, oh, okay. You know. Okay. Had never heard of a black headliner. I didn't even know they existed to George Wallace. Mm-hmm. And then my first gig I ever got on the road professionally was with J. Anthony Brown. Place called Nick's Comedy Club, huh? <laughs> you ain't had fun till you did a show with Jay, buddy. It is a, <laughs> it, it it's different. Trust me, because backstage that Jay be something else. I mean, I, I mean, I was, they want me to do thirty minutes, man. I, I, man, I don't know about that. They, they yeah. lost their man. He'd be nervous as all get out. Yeah. Seems to me like he's dodging the question. The question is who you jealous of. That's what the question is. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, it's your turn, Tom. I ain't jealous of nobody. What? No. What? what? Is this thing what? on? What? What's wrong? Test What's wrong, Junior? I ain't oh, jealous you know. of nobody. You know. You, you know, I'm just going to say it. And I'm just going to say it. And y'all know I'm right. Y'all don't think Tommy want to be on Steve. Warning, Will Robinson. Warning, Junior. Stop, stop, Junior. Tommy, what did you say? He Tommy? wants to be me. What are y'all How talking so? about? <laughs> I, I'm confused. Very. Be you for what? <laughs> so Steve wants to be. So Steve is jealous of you, George Wallace, and you. <laughs> That's what I'm Be you for what? <laughs> How? Why is this so funny to everybody? What is all the laughing? <laughs> I'm sorry, Tommy. I'm not laughing. Why would I want to be you? <laughs> no, I'm not laughing for you. Why would I want to stop being 6'2"? <laughs> oh, he can't get down that low, boy. He can't be you. Oh, Man, I want to be 5'9", boy. Okay, he can't shrink his hands. <laughs> <laughs> why, why would I want a ragged-ass Maserati? <laughs> he can't raise his butt up that high. You crazy, <laughs> boy. <laughs> why would I want a high ass? I'm not laughing, Tommy. This is not funny at all. What you, what, what, what you call it? No, I, I'm not laughing. I'm not. It's, what I'm going to do with I'm them little bitty hands? <laughs> you doing you too. He's straight dunking on you. <laughs> There is a part two to the question. I just sell everything I got up. Oh, 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 God. Oh, God. I can't wear them shoes. <laughs> there is a part two to the question, Steve. Oh, God. Who do your kids admire? They won't be. <laughs> you saw how Jordan reacted to me when he saw me at Disney. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 18 minutes after the hour. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm still laughing. Uncle Steve want to be me. <laughs> Uncle Steve want to be me. He's here. Okay, everybody uh, breathe. Okay. Okay, he's here, ladies and gentlemen. Prepare yourselves. Uh, uh-huh. Eugene the Butterfly blog. The blog has been interesting of late. A lot of things have gone wrong. It's been sort of a takeover. We don't know what's coming next, so stay. 
I'm sorry, I'm still laughing. <laughs> Uncle Steve want to be me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God. Okay, he's here. Okay, everybody uh, breathe. Okay. Okay, he's here, ladies and gentlemen. Prepare yourselves. Uh, uh-huh. Eugene the Butterfly blog. The blog has been interesting of late. A lot of things have gone wrong. It's been sort of a takeover. We don't know what's coming next, so stay with us. Okay. Good morning, everyone. Stephen, Tommy, Shirley, Carla Jr. Good morning to everyone. <laughs> hey, Eugene. Yes. Hey, Eugene. Good morning. Good morning, butterfly. Flap on, flap on, brother. I'm trying. I'm sorry. Eugene, butter, did you butter. hear the question of the day? <laughs> I did hear the question, but Stephen, but go ahead. Go ahead. Call us and tell us who are Tommy you? said, I want to be him. <laughs> Don't nobody want to be no Tommy. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to. Let me stay focused, Stephen. Today is the day we make a decision on this show. We're going to have a Eugene Oatmeal vote, and you, go, you all are going to be voting and decide who you want at this segment right here, right now. We're not going any further. Right now, well, we're going to make a decision. That's a tough call because we like you both. I like you both. So I, I can't split my vote, but I will vote for you because you were here first. Thank right. you. One vote for me from Shirley. Carla. Oh, man. It's <laughs> tough, isn't it? It's tough. Hey, Carla, how are you? How are you? Hey, how you boy? Hey. Check me at night. The voting is starting. I'm the first vote. This right here, this ain't nothing I said to do. So if this here go wrong, I already, this on him. Is I well, why do you no. think you should have the segment oatmeal? Hey, I think I can bring some. Uh, I think I can bring a, a lot of flavor to the segment. I think I can uh, uh, give people uh, something to think about on the way to work. You know, just 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 a, a, a variety of things or whatever. I, I think I can handle it. So just just my what I'm asking you, baby girl, vote for your boy. <laughs> <laughs> and Eugene, why do you think you should keep your segment? Because it's my segment to begin with, Carla. It's mine. Ooh, I started the tone it. I, doesn't I'm, help the vote. The tone I'm sorry. doesn't help the vote. I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> I, I started the, the the segment. I created it, and it's mine. Mm-hmm. And it just it's being taken over. And you all just seem like you are so engulfed in everything he says. And well, George Washington was you. the first president, but he ain't the president no more. <laughs> I voted He's for you, seat. Butterfly. You say I'm the one dead? vote. <laughs> I have, have one, one vote. vote. Carla. Okay. I'm ready to I, I, cast I, I, my uh, vote. Before you, before you vote, uh, whatever, you know, what? just, I, I'll add your boy, your boy, I already, go ahead. <laughs> okay, yeah, make I sure like you change. Vote. Oatmeal, I vote for oatmeal. Wonder one, wonder one, wonder one, yo. for Donald Trump said they want to change, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the case, okay. I want to do over. The girls have finished. Junior, yeah, we go we go a long way back. You and I, oh, uh huh, like blood. You want junior, me to vote now, Junior? What's up, I, old? 
Hey, 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 your boy over here. <laughs> hey, hey, My your man. boy. Hey, when we get through with the show, who you want to kick with? Oatmeal or uh, Eugene? Oh, no, it's easy. I'm going to roll with oatmeal. That's it. <laughs> oatmeal, that's two to one. Yeah. All right. Oh, look uh, at the time. Look at the time. Steven? Yeah. <laughs> I need you now more than ever before. It's two to one. <laughs> what you need, Eugene? <laughs> It's two to one, and you and Tommy haven't voted yet. Ooh, this so is electoral. It's like the election night. I know. Come on, I'm campaigning here. Please. <laughs> What's your vote? You sure you want me to vote? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to ask Tommy first? Yeah, maybe you should. T- Tommy? When Hurry. we come back, ask Tommy. I may still be the deciding mm-hmm. vote. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, our question of the week. Uh, during Dave Chappelle's comedy special, Dave found out the hard way how successful, really successful, balling Kevin Hart is. Okay. <laughs> Dave had to take his son to Kevin Hart's concert, and Dave was furious about it. So our question of the week is, call us and tell us who you're jealous of and never admit it. And, and part two, who do your kids admire? 877 29 Steve. Uh, let's go to line five and talk to Mario out of Tennessee. Mario? Yes, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, what's up, Mario? Oh, everything's good. Uh, yeah, this is about a jealousy that I had of my, uh, he was my best friend. His name, his name was George. And right at the same time, we got our first car in high school. I had a blessing of an old Chrysler that I always wanted. It wasn't anything fancy, but it was a nice car. George, everything George ever did or had was better than mine. I mean, I was jealous <laughs> of a lot of things. But I can learn to compensate for certain inadequacies. Mm. Hey, yeah, you know what I mean. But he rolled up on me. He rolled up on me one day in this 1971 Buick. Grand Sport, canary yellow, black Damn. top, yeah. 455, shining rims. It was an awesome vehicle. And I, and he knew that I always talked about this car, what I wanted. He goes and buys the car. Mm. Man, I was so hot. I was so mad. I mean, like, I don't even want to talk about how mad I was. <laughs> Mario, you're still mad. I'm still mad. Still I'm, yeah. you, know what, you, know, you know how mad I am? I travel doing IT work. And mm-hmm. I'm looking in junkyards trying to find this car. That's how mad I wanted it. <laughs> wow. I mean, you wanted I was, that ride. I was, in, I was in Nashville yesterday, and I'm looking at junkyards, seeing if I can find this Buick Grand Sport. I mean, it was awesome. But I was jealous of George. I mean, I could I could compensate for everything else I was jealous about. He was funnier than me, like Dave Chappelle funny. The only thing I had on George was an IQ. I had a higher IQ. But oh, George rubbed harder. it in. He rubbed it in. So what I did, I did two things. First thing I did, I got with uh, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, as they say. 
So I got with another guy that didn't oh, like okay. his son, George, had this car. And I paid him. Every time we knew George got paid, mm-hmm. I paid this friend of mine to flatten one of his tires. So, <laughs> Mario! <laughs> Mario. Dude, Mario. Dog, way too far. <laughs> every, week, every time he got paid, he was buying something new for this deal. Man, every time he got paid, he was buying something for this car. So I gotta stop this. <laughs> Mario That's why you like can't find gangster. no parts now. That's no, very no. reasonable. It's turned in the hay. I had to ride in my car. Yeah. I had to ride in his car. And if I rode in it, he wouldn't let me drive it. You know, and it had, to, it had hardwood on the inside. It had the stick shift in the middle. Yeah. This car was tough, man. It was tight. <laughs> you need to let I it mean, go, man. Yeah. <laughs> Mario. It's 2017, dog. But he's still looking for the parts, though, huh? I'm still looking for the yeah, man. <laughs> I, you know what? I can't even afford this car. If you got one now, the car is worth like fifty, sixty thousand dollars It's a classic. They only what? made so many. Oh, yeah. Buick Grand Sport. GS. Anyway, the second thing I did, Jesus. I was a smart kid, so I had all my classes were with white kids. Uh, so I paid these white girls to ride in my car with me. Yeah. <laughs> To make and him I jealous? Made, because of George? Him, and it, yeah, I wanted to make him jealous, man. I, I paid these white girls like $10 just to get in my car and let me take them home. <laughs> and I made sure I rode right by his car. I get up next to his car, and the white chicks were saying, Whose car is that? <laughs> <laughs> you get out. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, y'all, uh, we back. Uh, when we come back uh, to top of the hour, we got a strawberry letter. But right now, the food, the king of pranks in the building. I got it for you. This one right here is uh, WCS, Wife Correction Service. WCS, Wife Correction Service. That's stupid. Anybody need that number, I'm going to give to you. WCS. <laughs> We'll, and, we'll correct your wife for you. And, and I want to be you. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Junior. You shut up, boy. Hello? Hello, I am trying to reach uh, George, please. Who is this? My name is Marcus with WCS. Uh, Call and see if we can actually try to uh, lend you our services. We understand that you're having a few problems and want to see if uh, maybe WCS can bring um, a better life to you and you can have a, uh, a, an exciting life better than w- the one you have now. Who, who, is, who is it? Who is WCS? We are with Wife Correctional Services, sir. WCS, what it is, is we take your wives for a couple weeks and we reprogram them so that it's suitable. Take my wife. Of course, you have to sign a waiver contract, but we take your wife and we reprogram them so that they will act in a fashion of what you want them to act. Oh, okay, man. Okay, whatever. See, sir, what it is is that we've gotten some some reports that you've been having some problems with with your particular wife. And and, I ain't never heard of y'all, man. Where you located at? We're here in St. Louis, sir. Okay. And, and don't worry, we're we're totally confidential. This is not anything that's going to get out, um, and and your your names are never submitted. First of all, here's here's something we can do. I can ask you questions because we've been notified that this is probably a service that you would probably want. Now, um, has your wife ever snapped on you in public? And snapped on me. I mean, which I mean, she 
my wife ain't crazy. She don't just snap on me. She might, you know, try to check me or uh, uh, say something. You know what I'm saying? She ain't just gonna snap on me in public. So your you know wife, your so your wife has tried to check you. Is what you're saying? I mean, not check me per se. I mean, she might she might not like something I'm doing and might say something about it, but what, she don't what, just snap on so, me. You so know basically, your wife is not in her place where she needs to be. Hold on. I mean, what you mean in her place? I mean, she might say something. You know, I mean, I might be doing something or, you know, might be with my boys and might get out of control a little bit. She might just say something at the time, but she don't just try to all out check nobody. You know what I'm saying? Okay. 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 I'll tell you what. Let me ask you this one. Have you ever just had some plans with your guys? We're going to go out and had to change your plans because um, your wife. I mean, well, I mean, if, 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 like, I'm just talking about hanging out and I ain't let her know or something, she might. You know, be like, well, baby, I already had plans. You know, can you stay home with the boys or something? Mm-hmm. But I mean, not, I mean, nothing on the regular. You know, mm-hmm. I usually do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seems like denial. Okay, here's another one, sir. Denial. Well, no, just uh, listen. Hear me out. Now, let me ask you this: um, Has your wife, uh, let's say, back when Michael Jordan was playing basketball, did you right. ever miss a playoff game on television because your Michael wife Jordan? wanted to watch something else? Nah, man, we got two TVs in my house, man. I wish I, nah, I don't even get down. I mean, I might have to watch the little TV. Okay. But, I mean, I usually watch it on the big screen so in you, the basement. Yeah, yes. but but you doing, you've been pushed to watching the smaller television. No, nah, I wasn't pushed to do nothing, man. What I'm trying to tell you is, I mean, we compromise. We do 50-50 in my house. I mean, she might get the big TV to watch her stories or something, and I just have to go watch the little TV. The little TV do go out here once. See, there we go. But, I mean, so, but, so, but I'm so, cool with that, though. I'm cool with that. You're cool you know with what that. I'm saying? So you're, I'm cool you're, with that. you're actually the one that's programmed, and you, you s- ain't nothing wrong with my wife. Ain't nothing wrong with, with in my family. You I, know what I'm saying? I, I understand. Well, let me. The reason why I'm asking you these particular questions is because someone has actually let me know the problems that are at hand in your household. Let me ask you. I got one question for you. Yeah. Here's what I want to ask you: Has your wife ever cussed you out at a family cookout? Hey, man, hold on, man. You know what, dog? You getting a little personal, man. Is this even legal, man? I'm, I'm, sir, is this it's, legal? It's, it, I'm, I'm here... I'm here. Well, to... I ain't never heard of this company, man. Well, I have not. I've never heard of you, this, dog. This is something new. It's definitely. Well, I'm saying something new. I mean, what? Don't make me be your guinea pig. Don't don't start out calling me trying to get you know referrals or clientele or whatever it is you're trying to do, man. Don't call me with this nonsense, partner. I, and, and I completely understand it. WCS, sir, is is here to benefit you. It's here to benefit. Ain't no benefit to me, man. Getting all up in my personal business, wondering what's going on in my household. Okay, well. Last thing I want to ask you, and, and, and this is the last question I have for you. Like, like yeah, I said, yeah, make, it, make this the last one, straight up. Okay. Have you do, you, do you, do you buy your own clothes, or does she buy the clothes? Hey, man, you know what, man? This, man, you, whatever company this is, dog, don't call my house no more. And whoever put you up to this, whoever gave you my number, talking about my wife, checked me, uh, got me under control, got me on lock, man, you tell him too. Dog, don't call me no more with this are you are you in are you in denial? No, 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 denial, dog. Don't call my house no more. I'm gonna tell you what, George Foreman or whatever. It's Marcus. It's Marcus. Marcus. Whoever you are, George Foreman, Marcus. Hey, dog. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna find out where y'all located, dog. I'm coming down there and I'm gonna bust your. You in my personal business. So you're ready. You're ready to retaliate on me, ready but not. But you, my but you don't want to retaliate saying. on the problems you have with your wife. Retaliation, man. What I'm saying, you you calling my house. I'm, I'm minding my own. And you worrying about who watching what TV in my house and my wife checking me in public. All I do, man. Hey, dog. Look, I'm telling you, Mr. Don't you want to watch the big television? Man, big TV, man. I'm calling.
comfortable with the TV I got. You know what I'm saying? It's in my room. I can lay across the bed, watch whatever I want to, whenever I want to. Don't my you want to be able to go out with the boys when you want to? I go to? out with my partners, dog. I, matter of fact, you need to get partners. You call them asking these old dumb what you want to do to me, your wife has already done to you. Wait, well, I see you got your damn number block. What's your phone number, man? Give me something. Tell me where to find you. Man. Why are you in denial? Denial, dog. I'm going to tell you what's in what. You need to get your wife checked in to wife correctional hey, services so hey, that man. you can live a better life. Uh, whoever the you are, man, y'all need to get a life, man. Can I? Get a life, man. Stop calling me, dog, for real. I, I understand it. Can I say one more thing to you, sir? Man, you can't say Else to me, man, straight up. Listen to me, sir. Yeah, what? 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 This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy Justin. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> 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 Let me tell you something. Oh no! Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> okay, y'all got me, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? You already know it's you, my boy Steve Harvey, doing in the morning on the Steve Harvey Morning Show, partner. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. All right, subject. This is a crazy letter right here. Pregnant, married, and panicking. Good morning, Stephen Shirley. I am a married nine months pregnant female seeking advice about my current situation. I've been married to my husband for five years and we are expecting what I hope is our first child. There is a strong possibility that this child may not be my husband's. For years I have sought the attention of sexual relationships with other men. Although I do love my husband and we have a great sexual relationship, I cannot stop seeking out sexual relationships with other men. I have sought counseling about my wow. sexual issues. Can you believe this? But nothing has deterred me from seeking out more sexual partners. My issue is that I am not sure if I should tell my husband about my addiction. More importantly, should I tell him that this baby may not be his? The closer we get to my due date, the more these issues are weighing on my mind. I'm scared he's not going to understand my illness and he'll abandon me. But I know that I can keep living that I can't keep living this lie. How do I approach him and make him understand that I'm sick and it has nothing to do with him? I really love him and that's why I'm so tormented about this lie I have been living. Signed, is there any hope left? Wow. Uh dear is there any hope left? Um, two questions always come to mind when we get these kinds of letters. Why? Why did you get married in the first place? I mean, you've been this way for years. Your words. You said this in your letter. I don't understand why you would put your husband through this, why you would put your new uh, baby through this that may not even be his. Second, it equally is important uh, because, again, we always ask these types of questions when we get these letters. You know, why don't you use protection? I don't get that. You're all about having sex with who knows who. You know, th this is just stupid. Uh, stupid because 
you know, you're doing this. You don't even know who the father is and you're not using protection. You know, do you want to contract a disease that could potentially uh, kill you? I, I just don't get this. Sexual addiction, addiction, maybe, you know, I'm not I don't know. I'm not an expert in that area, but this is just sick. You're right. This is an illness. You are sick. You need help. You know, um, you're ruining lives here. I, I don't see why um, any other way to put this to you. You say you've sought counseling. Well, well, and it didn't work. Seek it again. You know, go someplace else to get counseling. Seek the Lord. You know, I, I just see you as a selfish, cheating woman, Steve. Wow. Oh, they ain't going to like my answer at all, at all, at all. <sighs> Let's have it, though. Yeah, it is. Pregnant, married, and panicking. Okay, here we go. This lady's married. She's nine months pregnant. And uh, she's been married to her husband for five years. And she's expecting what I hope is our first child. Well, the reason she's hoping it is because there's a possibility that the child may not be the husband's. Okay, now we're on the air on the webcast. Now you can just go and see what we're doing. It's not going to change anything I'm about to say. but <laughs> <laughs> There's a strong possibility that the child may not be her husband. Then she says, for years I've sought the attention of sexual relationships with other men. Although I do love my husband and we have a great sexual relationship. Okay, right there. Yeah. You love your husband. You have a great sexual relationship. You're constantly seeking sexual attention from other men. What? what? Sick. Excuse me. Why did you get married? Wasn't you and your husband having great sex before you got married? What was the vows? What was you talking about? <laughs> what was the commitment for? What was what was any of it about? <laughs> So I'm 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 right there, lady. Just like any woman would be with her husband if she find out he cheats. Women always want that's the number one question, Steve. Why do men cheat? It's so many reasons. But then when you ask a woman why she cheats, I got to assume that it must be so many reasons. Well, later on in the letter, you have your reason. I cannot stop seeking out sexual relationships from other men. You just saw counseling about your issues. Now, here's what you say. My issue is that I'm not sure if I should tell my husband about my addiction. Well, let me tell you something. When you tell your husband about your addiction, that will be your issue. See, you're not sure what your issue is. And then you think your issue is you're not sure if I should tell your husband about your. Let me help you to one thing. When you tell him, I cannot describe the issue. That you are about to have in your life, young lady. I, I really feel badly for you. Uh, more importantly, should I tell him that this baby may not be his? I don't know how you say that, <laughs> but I suggest very quietly. I think what you should do is email him this information from Nairobi. Steve. We'll That's be over back. There by Kenya, I think. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we back, y'all. 18 minutes after the hour. Uh, uh, we'll do the rest of this right after this. 
<laughs> just, man, come on, Lord. <laughs> Can we do something else, another segment? Go ahead. No, we cannot. <laughs> no, we cannot. <laughs> All right, Steve, you can do it. Okay. (laughs) Are you talking to Tommy? I'm just talking to Tommy. (laughs) Bottom if you want to. I got it. (laughs) Okay, let's get back to this letter. This woman's married for five years. Uh, She's nine months pregnant. Mm -hmm. She loves having sex outside of her marriage with other men. She doesn't know how to tell it to her husband. The horrible thing is she's pregnant now. She's not sure if it's her husband's (sighs) baby. She wants to know from us. Um... Should I tell my husband about my addiction? More importantly, should I tell him that this baby may not be his? My suggestion is when you tell your husband that this baby ain't his, Mm -hmm. please make sure that you are emailing him from Nairobi. (laughs) That is the most important part in this letter. (laughs) This is not a face-to-face conversation that I would recommend (laughs) for safety factors. (laughs) Uh, Men are just not that good at this type of information (laughs) i'm so sorry but we are not listen to me she said the closer i get to the due date the more these issues are weighing on my mind let me ask you something Mm -hmm. when you was having all that sex was that ever weighing on your mind when you was outside your marriage with all these dudes with this unprotected sex, uh-huh. was it ever weighing on your mind then? See, it all is heavy as hell now. <laughs> but was it weighing on your mind then? Then she says, I'm scared he's not going to understand my illness. Hmm. Lady, you ain't got sinus. <laughs> You know, you ain't got the flu. I know. You know, there ain't no stomach virus 24 hours. What you talking about? You sure he not going to understand your illness? Say no illness? Yeah. She She thinks it is her addiction. No, no, no. No, no, no. Cheating ain't an illness. You cheating. Just like when your man cheat. He can't come to you. I can't. I don't walk in the house and go, baby, let me tell you something before I tell you this. I want you to know I have an illness. What is it? A sexual addiction. Okay, I'm cool with that. We've been handling it. Well, I've been handling this some other places too. (laughs) See, the illness is going to go out the window. Right. Uh, And and how do I approach him and make him understand that I'm sick and it has nothing to do with him? There ain't a man living I know that you can explain this to right here. I really, really know. Is there any hope left? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if there's any hope left. All I know is you've been passing out your cookie like they flyers. <laughs> you've you been putting them under the wipers in parking lots. <laughs> yeah, you got a street team with your love. And I don't really Funny know girl. a man that's going to understand. I got sh- Street Team Cooking. All right, today's letter is posted on SteveHarvey.com. You can tweet or Instagram me your thoughts at my girl Shirley. Coming up after the break at 34 after the hour, Miss Ann will be here. She's going to have uh, this hour's national news and we'll give you details on the Sand and Soul Festival going down October 6th through the 9th in the Bahamas. We want you there with us. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, 34 minutes after the hour. Coming up next, Miss Ann will be here with uh, National News. The headlines keep us abreast. That's what's going on in this crazy world we in today. 
That's right. But first, Steve, we want you to get your coins together. Well, not you, Steve. Uh, and uh, join your us coins. at Sand and Salt. Yeah, they, your coins are Sand always together. <laughs> we want you to join us at the Sand and Soul Festival at, at Atlantis Paradise Island in the Bahamas. Because that's where we'll be. Columbus Day weekend, October 6th through the 9th. Three days and three nights, I love this, of live music performances, a comedy concert, day parties, and after parties. And as Steve always says, we're not trying to teach you anything. Just come and hang out. Have a good time. (laughs) Man, come on out here and chill. Yes. We're going to be chilling, riding on the lazy river. Smoking mm-hmm. cigars, drinking Mai Tais, Mojitos, yes. Cosmos, Pina Coladas. Going to be drinking and eating sushi, fried chicken, all out <laughs> on the decks, all in the Dirt. sand. Take walks, go gamble, go shopping, and go eating. Yes. And don't mm-hmm. learn a damn thing. Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your passport. <laughs> don't go there with your driver's license. That's right. It has a casino, water park, white sand beaches, and five, count them, five hotels to choose from. Performing live from the Bahamas, we have Junior. That's what the comedy show is all about. Junior doing oh, yeah, his thing. Quite, okay. yeah. Yes. DJ Mars on the ones and twos in Vogue, Earthquake. Love me some Earthquake. Salt and Pepper, Tank, Keith Sweat, Dougie Fresh, and New Edition. All right. With more talent to be announced, go to Sand and Soul. Say it, Tommy. Edition. Go to sandandsoulfestival.com for more information. Can't wait. Ladies and gentlemen, she's here with all the class that a news person can possess. Ladies and gentlemen, the ever, ever informative, very talented news resource for us, the lovely Miss Anne Tripp. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. He scares me with those intros, I'm telling you. Oh, no, Good morning, everybody. Girl, Good morning, morning ladies. Good morning. This morning, is Andrew with the nose. Okay, we want to uh, we want to give an update on that story that went viral last week. I did a little bit of it yesterday. The title mm. read, 14 girls have gone missing in the D.C. area in the last 24 hours. So let's give an update to folks who were not up yesterday morning when I did the story. Apparently, police say the claim is not entirely true. On Friday, the city's Metro Police Department told NBC's local affiliate that at no point in recent weeks have 14 girls disappeared from the city on a single day. Rather, D.C. has logged a total of 501 cases of missing juveniles, many of them black and Latino, and that as of March 26, all but 22 of those cases have been solved. Uh, Many of the girls left home voluntarily. Of course, one missing person is too many. And they say they are certainly working on the ones who are missing. But I just want to allay some of the fears out there uh, over this particular story. Okay. Great. Thank uh, you, Ms. Sam. Yeah, I just need to mm-hmm. say that. Uh, President Trump is expected to issue an executive order today designed to make energy production easier in the U.S. Over the objections of environmentalists, the new head of the Environmental Protection Agency, Scott Pruitt, says the order is aimed at rolling back President Obama's anti-fossil fuel policy. He says that on ABC's This Week. The executive order is going to address uh, the past administration's effort to kill jobs across this country uh, through the clean power plant. Now, President Obama's clean power plan restricted greenhouse gas emissions at coal-fired power plants. The president said his plan was not designed to kill jobs, but rather create jobs, but in a new sector, the green energy business, which was growing. 
The Trump administration is renewing its promise to cut federal funding to the so-called sanctuary cities around the country that give shelter to people living in the USA illegally. U.S. Attorney General Jeff Sessions says cities that refuse to help government enforce immigration law like New York City would lose Justice Department monies. The Department of Justice will require that jurisdictions seeking or applying for Department of Justice grants to certify compliance with 1373 as a condition of receiving those awards. Now, 1317 is a section of U.S. law which prohibits localities from obstruction of immigration enforcement. The Brits, by the way, following U.S.'s lead in banning some airline passengers from including certain electronic devices in their carry-on. NFL owners have okayed the Raiders' move to Vegas. The team will stay in Oakland until the team stadium is mm. ready in about 2020. And today is National Eat an Eskimo Pie Day and National Let's Laugh Day. <laughs> <laughs> Something we do on this show every day. <laughs> and this is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Miss Ann. Now, when we come back from the break at 48 after the hour, the question of the week, 877-29-STEVE. Who are you jealous of? Who do your kids admire? Girls, I don't have an answer to questions. Call us. All right. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's going to be good. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Everybody, get ready. We're going to go to the phones, 877-29-STEVE. Who are you secretly or have been jealous of? Or who do your kids admire that you kind of a little ticked off about? Just in light of that, let us know, 877-29-STEVE. We want to hear about the girls. Oh, yeah, that's who we need to talk to. Are y'all jealous of each other? Hmm. Oh, you would love that. Men always crunk. want women to, to fight. They always do. Yeah. It's for their own. Oh, I don't really want work. y'all to fight unless it's going to be in mud. <laughs> <laughs> and we have on t- wet t shirts <laughs> yeah. and all of that. Got yeah. t shirts. <laughs> uh, let's see. I guess if I had to say one person, I'm not really jealous of anyone, but if I had to say, it would be Oprah. And and it's more admiration than jealousy. Mm. Jealousy. It would be, yeah. yeah mm. It would it would just be Oprah because she is the queen of all media, and I just love she's her, look up to her, and she's done everything. You know, I I, I love me some Oprah, but that's who I would be jealous of. Hold on, now. Mm. Yeah, because I, I don't have a real jealous. I'm not really jealous of people, but if I had to pick somebody, then I'm gonna say Gail King, her best friend. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's a good one to be jealous of, though. I ain't gonna lie yeah. to you. I'm jealous of the best friend of the billionaire. Yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Junior? Huh, you know, um, I, I'm not really jealous, you know. But somebody I really admire, mm. yeah, it'd be uh, Kevin Hart. Yeah. Okay. You up there with Dave Chappelle. I, I see right? that. I see yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dave I mean, let it all hang out, didn't he? Yeah. I'm feeling like Dave Chappelle now. You don't skip your ass over me. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting over here in front of your short ass. You talking about Kevin Hart. Oh, you jealous of Junior? Oh, I got yeah, it. Yeah, oh, some damn to Kevin Hart. Yeah, I'm sitting on, right yeah. here. You don't skip your Spending ass over me. Spending all this time trying to help your little short ass. Getting you gigs and stuff, teaching you stuff, taking your phone calls late at night, yeah. and you gonna sit up and say you wanna be some damn Kevin Hart? You little short, ungrateful bastard. Oh, 
Oh, no, Junior's short, too, on the show? Hell yeah, he's shorter than Tommy. Ah, ah, ah. That's how you turn. I sit up here in my face talking about some damn Kevin Hart. I'm with Dave Chappelle now. But, Steve, you're no longer in the game like that. So, you know, Kevin is. That ain't, that ain't what point is. No, I mean, you know what I mean. You don't do stint. No, no, no. That's not what I mean. You know that's not what I mean. You ain't in the game no more. You so irrelevant. You're no longer a, a stand-up comedian oh, y'all for a living. Oh, y'all trying to hurt me. Oh, oh I see. Oh, this gang Steve. up on Steve Day. You, <laughs> you ain't in the game no more. What the hell is I'm on the cover of people for? You uh-huh. do what all stand-up comedians do. You go on to sitcoms, to talk shows. You know, stuff like that. I resent Hosting that. family feuds. I deeply, deeply <laughs> resent that. <laughs> I, I, I resent that okay. assessment of my career coming from you, young lady. Well, thank you for that compliment. But um, Who should know me better than anyone who has been I next do. to me longer than anyone. <laughs> I retired from stand-up. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were all there. We all supported it. it. We yes, there. we were sitting on the floor. Oh, this ain't you, Tommy. No, no, no. That's that <laughs> shot Shirley just took at me. I didn't take a shot. Right that after really the wasn't one, a shot. midget ass junior took at me. <laughs> oh, I disrespectful a ass short little <laughs> son. Right. Tom, I look up to Kevin Hart. I don't see how. <laughs> It's coming Both out. Both y'all yeah. out of eye. Ain't yeah. one of y'all but five. You are Dave four. Chappelle you right now. You are Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Sit up here and look past me and talk about I really look up to Kevin. Yeah, Kevin yeah. ain't ever helped your ass. <laughs> <laughs> it was not even that. Oh. You shut up, man. Get okay. your ass oh, off this oh, oh, show. <laughs> All right. Uh, everyone See, is talking Hall about. Kevin got a job for your ass after <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're threatening jobs now. Oh, my God. I'm finna put a call in the magic. Bet you done had your last damn set. <laughs> All right. Everyone is talking about the Steve. <laughs> Reel it in. Skip over me talking about some damn Kevin Hart. I'm sitting over here with my chest stuck out. Waiting on, Wait on your chest. Go on, say it, Junior. Yeah, look up to Kevin Hart. You little short, dirty, no good. I'm calling Chappelle. We're going to do a special. Hell, I'm him too. <laughs> yeah, you are Dave Chappelle right now. Everybody's talking about Dave Chappelle. His oh, comedy man. special that was on, on Netflix. He talked about how he didn't realize how big, how successful Kevin Hart really is. He learned the hard way. Take a listen to this. So I took him to the show. And uh, we go, we sit right up front. The lights go down and one opening act after another goes on. Then Kevin takes the stage. Crowd goes nuts. Thousands of people. I was furious. <laughs> the longer the show went on, the madder I got. Because this show was outstanding. It was maddening. These people were holding their stomachs. My son was slapping his knee. <laughs> I'm like, I do this too. Kevin says, good night. The crowd goes crazy. And then everyone starts walking to his door and the lights come on. And then my son is just standing there looking at an empty stage. People are pushing past me and nobody's recognizing me. I'm like, man, this place sucks. I said, come on, son, let's get out of here. And then my son looks back at me and he says, Dad, please, please, I have to meet him. <laughs> that is you, Steve. Right, right yeah. here, right now. I'm glad yeah. Chappelle is back. 
<laughs> I am too. He's been missed. He really has. Okay, so our question of the week. Call us and tell us who you're jealous of, who you never admitted it to. And um, uh, here's part two. Who do your kids admire? 877-29-STEVE. All right, let's go to Alicia out of New York. Hello? Uh, is it Alicia? Hey, Alicia. Alicia. Hi, guys. Hey, Alicia. Uh, who have you ever been jealous of or who do your kids look up to? Well... Um, I can answer that right now. I don't have any kids, though. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. But, however, I'm actually sitting in his office. I'm jealous of my boss. Because he can come and go as, as he wants. And I'm the first one in here, and I'm the last one to leave. I wish I could leave and come in, you know, 11 o'clock and leave at 2. Why can't I do that? Why I got to mm-hmm, come in at probably. <laughs> They mm-hmm. get to come. As, I want to be the boss. Why he gets to come and go as he really <laughs> wants to. I love it. But you know, Alicia, you know, you got to pay the cost to be the boss. You have to pay the cost to be the boss. But I'm sure that Shirley, Carla, Tommy, Mm -hmm. and Junior can feel this. I'm sure they understand. Like, oh, yeah. I, I didn't want to say it, but we feel the exact <laughs> same way. But I don't. I want to see it. can relate, oh, honey. Oh, we can relate. Thank you, Alicia. You didn't start this. It's going, girl. It's going. Yeah. 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 No, yeah, I'm not sure. on the phone, but I'm on the phone. I'm in his office, so it's all right. Because he's not there, here. right? He, yeah, he got a nice office. He, he he does. I like it. I like his plants. I I water the plants. You got your you got your feet up on his desk and everything. Huh? You got your feet up on his desk. That's what I do when I get yep. on Steve. Robert. You got. Your- You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> all right. When it comes to dating. Mm-hmm. We're all doing it wrong. Everybody. Men need to be gentlemen and women need to allow men to work harder. Mm. These days, most people are looking for love online or via apps, which anyone who's done that knows can be far from romantic and rarely goes the distance. Back in the day, dating was more about romance. It was more about commitment. Whereas today, people are looking to hook up and uh, hope something comes of it. Mm-hmm. Yes, old school love set a standard. With old school relationships, the standards you are willing to accept are clearly defined from the beginning, which means you let a possible partner know what you are willing and not willing to accept up front. You do that up front, right? That's right. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't figured out what you want in a relationship yet, take time to identify it and make sure your partner knows. So communicate, okay? First thing, first thing. Uh Know what you don't want. Mm-hmm. You say that. Mm-hmm. First things first. Know what you will not accept. Period. Mm-hmm. Make two lists. This is what I do not want in a relationship and will not accept or don't want. And these, this is my wish list, what I do want. No man is going to fulfill the complete wish list without having some counterpoints on the I wish I would prefer not. Mm-hmm. Like your man may be all filling up the whole list and then you say, I don't want a man with kids and then he got two. So now you have to decide is the benefit greater than the disappointment or is to what he has, is it a greater benefit than what he doesn't have? 
Or do those kids outweigh everything for you and you just can't deal with any of you out? That's the list that you have to have. Most women don't have that list. That's why so many women are accepting what guys throw out because they don't have a clear picture of what they want and what they will accept and won't accept. They used okay. to be in text, text message all day. They used to that now. Yeah, that's exactly right. Oh, man. Wow. It's you so used to getting now. swipe left, swipe right, and swipe left, and you accept that. Mm-hmm. You yeah. accept a man texting you. You accept it. If you don't answer the text, watch him call. Uh-huh. And then if he ain't got time to call, uh-huh. he ain't really interested. Yeah, you got to put the work in. You know, it, don't make it that easy. You have to put the work in. Um, yeah, you know, a, a man can be trained how to treat you. You can train a man how to treat you. And that's not like he's a dog, but all you have to do is be clear about what you're not going to accept. And you don't have to say it, just don't accept it. Mm-hmm. You know, if he say he's coming at 7, he don't call, and then he opened the coming, he rang the doorbell at 9. Well, you can't get in. Sorry. Right. Other plans. Yep. Bye. <laughs> Boy, Bye. All right, that's that's. This is some more about old school love, Steve. It lets men be men and women be women. Yes, women these days are independent. We all will give them that, and they want to be treated as such. But there is nothing wrong when a woman uh, lets a guy take care of her, and women won't lose their independence if they do that. Okay, it's also okay to let people show how much they care about you and make you feel special. That's okay too. I agree with that. All this stuff is okay. Yeah. Yeah. We could be independent and still mm-hmm. want, you know, that man to take care of us. It's nothing that doesn't make Absolutely us any less nothing independent. Absolutely wrong with independence, yeah. right? And the ability to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But everybody wants somebody to want them, right? Everybody wants to feel needed and loved. Everybody, mm-hmm. and that goes for men too. Mm-hmm. If we don't see where we can fit into your life to be your man, it's going to be hard for us to play the role. You don't need yeah. no hugs, no loving, no support. You don't need nobody helping you move the refrigerator. You got it. All that. You just out there dropping the transmission and sandblasting the house. She's moving refrigerator. I don't want her no way if she's moving refrigerator. You're pretty dog. <laughs> but, that, that's too much. At one point, you, you did. You changed. You shut up, yeah. boy. Stop. Mm-hmm. You don't think Big Honey can move the refrigerator? I need, I need uh, to see you out there. Oh, Big Honey can move the refrigerator. Big Honey moves refrigerator. <laughs> Big Honey drug refrigerated one time out in the hallway right outside her bedroom. I saw it. Shut up. Come on. Y'all leave her alone. I'm here for it. Big Honey one time pulled the refrigerator in the living room. She watching the game. Yeah. Pulled the refrigerator in the living room right, right next to the lounge chair. Forget getting the up on the commercials and she walking into with her the foot. kitchen. <laughs> I saw Big Honey take a whole honey bake out that thing with with her feet. Yeah. <laughs> and then after the game was over, she put it back, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Surely. That's Ooh, what, what a game. <laughs> you Look, she did not like me, Carla, whatever. <laughs> you was mean to her, Shirley. I was not. I'm not mean to you anyone. Was. You was mean no, to I her. wasn't. Well, not mean, no. but you know. You. I wasn't mean. You know okay. how you... Yeah, you get bougie-bougie now. You know, you Bad and bougie. Little, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <sighs> she hit me first. Anyway, move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <Eight>. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
All right. Also, old school love makes you feel safe. It makes you feel secure. Real love is finding someone who makes you feel that way and not just physically. You need someone you're completely okay uh, with sharing your most personal thoughts. That's a big one right there. If you if you aren't, you'll need uh, you'll never form a complete bond with that other person. The most important thing is finding okay, someone okay. You, you can feel safe with in all aspects of your relationship. Can I say this, t- though? Uh-huh. Hmm. Say it. It's important that you're willing to wait for that. And not accept a bunch of other stuff in the meantime. Because when you accept the other stuff in the meantime, it prohibits what you're really wanting to come into your life. Yeah. I agree with that. What what are you trying to say, nephew? Go ahead. If we physical enough, I don't really care too much about the bond. As long as we, you know, you we three, four times a week, I I'm good I'm good. I don't see right I don't there. really You don't think a woman is going to feel close to you when you're sharing that kind of intimacy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying on my side, long long as we get in this intimacy by four times a week, we good. I'm here for whatever you need. I listen to you. Whatever it's about, what you want. No, I'm listening. Whatever going Mm -hmm. on in your life, I'm listening. But long as we got that four times a week, that helps me listen to you. What? It helps Talk me listen it. to you. While we're in the moment, in the yeah, throes of it. Yeah, don't you say it while we're going through it. That way, we don't, I ain't got to hear it afterwards. Go you on, can kill get it off two t- birds with what's Yeah. <laughs> say it while we're in the middle of it. What? Get your you neck You don't believe what happened at work? Mm-hmm. Oh, don't mm-hmm. worry about work. I got you. Yeah. Steve, <sighs> get him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is you trying to, to be sit by him. Uh, he's something special. Worry about work, Bob. What you worried about work for, girl? What you worried about? Paper clips and stuff, girl. Quit worrying about that. Quit worrying about that. I got you, girl. This who I want to be. Yeah, that's who you want. I'm jealous of him. When we come back at 18 after the hour, Roscoe Wallace has just been added to the Sand and Soul Festival lineup. He'll tell us all about it. That's coming up next. Got a break, girl. Got a break, girl. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 18 minutes after the hour, coming up next, Sand and Soul, brought to you by the one and only Roscoe Wallace. Here it come, y'all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I can't Get wait. Get ready, ladies and gentlemen. He is here. It is Roscoe Wallace. The incredible <laughs> Level man right there. What's up, Tommy? All good, Roscoe. What it do, baby? You ain't like all good. It, it do what it do. That what it do. <laughs> Junior. Roscoe, my hero. What's, What's up, up baby? Everything, everything. everything. Going all right. What's up, Shelly? What's, what's going on, baby? Hello, Roscoe. How are you? All right, all right, all right. Still mad. I'm a man really. I'm a man really all doing. Uh, his name is Nesto, and he's doing well. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Dog is Mexican I ever seen. <laughs> tell him I love him. I'm a boy. I'm a homie, though. I'll tell him. <laughs> Crazy about to go to hell. He was on golly. Hey, Roscoe, what's happening? Oh, you know, it's just everything, everything. You just always uh-huh. going something going on. Just over there, just working, working oh. and writing, writing and working, singing, performing, everywhere, everything, everything. So busy, I ain't ever got nothing not to do. 
Roscoe, we hear uh-huh. you're uh, performing. You've just been added to the list of performers at Sand and Soul this October. <laughs> That's our big <laughs> festival. You heard it right. Ahead, Coming up in the Bahamas. Oh, hear, you, heard, you, you ain't here. This is a fact. <laughs> oh, it's true? <laughs> it's a fact. <laughs> like a scripture. <laughs> <laughs> the word. You know what I mean? You better know I'm coming. Yeah, Why I just got Ed up in there. You know, Ed Why? They tried to get that? Bruno Mars, and Bruno said he wasn't going to be able to make it. So Bruno called me and said, Rocco, they need somebody greater than me. And I said, well, hell, that's me. <laughs> oh, you know Bruno Mars? Yeah, yeah, I know Bruno Mars. How do you, you know Bruno, Bruno Mars? Mars? I'm shocked, actually. What? How do you I, know Bruno Mars? It surprises all of us that you... What are all these shocks and surprises for? I, we didn't know I, you know Who the hell like I don't know? I got two questions. He in oh, music, ain't he? Huh? What'd Why you say, Roscoe? He in music, ain't he? Well, yes, of course. Yes, he makes the hits. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, I've been right? knowing Bruno Mars ever since he was a baby. I knew his granddaddy. Oh, yeah? What, what was Who his was name? Flutamars. Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Flew to Mars. Fluta. They call him Fluta. Fluta Mars. Fluta Mars. How, how'd yeah. you meet him? Oh, I met him one time at a deal gone bad. <laughs> what the? Yeah, that would happen. That would happen. I was working. I was coming to, coming out of a uh, 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 speakeasy one night, and uh, I saw him come out of the house, and he was just gone. I was up in Harlem when I met him, and I said, man, your ass is gone. <laughs> Woo, you high as hell. It look like you done flew to Mars. <laughs> and his name stuck. That's why we started calling him Fluter. Oh, okay. Oh, man. That's how I met him. Oh, okay. Can, oh, can I yeah. ask him? His question? real name is Flo Rider. <laughs> oh, wow. Flow Rider Mars. I saw how high it was. I said, hell, you ain't rode nowhere. You done flew. <laughs> ah. I'm killing me. I'm coming over here. Yeah, I'm going over there. I'm going to sweat his ass. So I said, I want to go on up there and let him do some of my hits. I want to, you know, uh-huh. all that. Oh, I wait, said, I told wait, 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 wait. Stop. Wait. You wrote, you wrote, I want to. By Keith Sweat? Yeah, yeah, yeah I wrote I Wanna. No, you didn't. I thought, yeah. That's you thought whole, what? New Jack Swing, uh, Teddy Riley, Keith Sweat, yes. you know, all of them were Teddy in Riley. that song. Yes, uh-huh. And Guy, remember him from Guy? But Teddy Riley ain't no name, but I've been knowing Teddy for years. I know Teddy granddaddy, too. All he, he Teddy Riley. I knew Lifer. Me and Lifer were friends. Who was Lifer? Lifer Riley. <laughs> <laughs> The life around. See, y'all don't know a damn thing. Y'all need to get Google or something. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 34 minutes after the hour. Let's get to these back to back jams. Come on, cat. Let's go. All right, y'all. We come back. We got time for just one more thing. Uh, Find out what that is, I guess. Yeah, we come back. I don't know. I know one more thing, though. I know who I, who I don't huh? want to be. Will you stop with the question? <laughs> you want to be me? You want to be me? You want to be me? Mm. He sounds like, like DMX. <laughs> yeah, he did. You don't even know who the hell he is. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, coming up next, we got time for just one more thing right out of this song. <laughs> No. 
All right, here we go, Steve, with just one more thing. Now, most of us, I know all of us on this show, have a memory of missing out on something, something we really wanted to do uh, due to being on punishment from our parents. A young man named Thomas, hmm, just so happens his name is Thomas and not you, Mm. Tommy, just got the memory of a lifetime. He just got the memory of a lifetime forever cemented in sports history, courtesy of his father. Thomas's dad actually paid for a printed sign, check this out, to display at the Cavalier versus Hornets game in Charlotte, North Carolina. The sign said, Thomas, get your grades back up and next time you'll be here. Love, Dad. Wow. 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 The inclusion of a crying face emoji on the sign made it all too real. USA Today's reporter uh, took a perfect shot of the dad holding up the sign during the game, and the message has gone viral. Hope Thomas learned his lesson and keeps his grades up. <laughs> wow. That's cold. Talk about embarrassing. That's how you do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, Steve? That's what? No, that's how you do it. Because oh. he'll get his grades up because he doesn't want to be a clown like that anymore. Yeah, oh, you don't want to miss the game, but now your daddy is on social media. <laughs> your daddy viral. <laughs> All your friends know it, mm-hmm. including that girl that thought you were smart. Ooh. Ooh. Get your grades back up, and the <laughs> next time you'll be here. Love you'll be here. Dad. Love, Dad. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Talk about oh. shame. You were so I know. embarrassed. Oh my goodness. I know. Well, have you been embarrassed a- by your parents? Were you embarrassed by your parents, Steve? Hell yeah. Hell <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my mama told me one time uh, to be home at 3 30 because when my father got home, she wanted me to have taken a bath. So when he get through the door, we was going somewhere. Oh, okay. I'm up at the playground just swinging. Mm-hmm. And I'm on the swing. I'm just swinging. All of a sudden, I swing back and I feel whoosh. Ooh. <laughs> While you on the swing. Yeah, swing <laughs> back. Swing. And I swing forward because mm-hmm. I didn't know what the hell happened. When I came back again, mm-hmm. whoosh. Wow. Man, my mama had a switch. Oh. And every time I swing back, she was whipping my ass. <laughs> About that third time when I realized these was lashes. <laughs> that that fourth swing, I just bailed out. I was in the air. Hit the ground and broke out running. And she said, I know you don't want me to chase you. <laughs> you better not run. So you I better stopped. Not run. Went back over there. I got a whipping on the playground in front wow. of everybody. Wow. wow. Yeah, I could. Playground with a switch. Wow, nephew. So but I was trying not to cry because all my boys was looking. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta God, hold it together. Man. She was lashing my ass pretty good, though. I couldn't hold up. I just. Mm-hmm. I was dizzy on one that wagon you. wheel in glory. That <laughs> 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 <Like> one tear? <laughs> one tear. I'd be face full of tears, though. I couldn't. <laughs> Wasn't that glory. big a man? Glory, mm. Morgan Freeman. Okay, what's yours, nephew? I know you have one, too. <laughs> Man, my daddy, my daddy had the, probably one of the raggediest trucks. He had an old Dodge pickup raggedy truck. Mm-hmm. So it was seven, eight grade. I used to just get my daddy drive me off two blocks from the school. I ain't want, I wanted right. to walk, so I ain't, he ain't pull up in front of that school. Mm-hmm. And man, 
my daddy got to the point and said, oh, okay, I see what it is. It was storming one day. He know I'm scared of thunder and lightning. So two blocks, he stopped and said, here we is. I said, you ain't going <laughs> to. You ain't going to take me out? No, 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 no. This is where you get out right here. This is yeah, where you been getting out at. Come on. <laughs> this is where you been getting out. You don't like how my truck looks. So go on and get out and make you walk down there while it's thunder and lightning. I was oh. soaking wet when I got to school, man. I ain't do that no more. Daddy, pull oh, me on okay. up to the front. <laughs> you appreciated that, right? Yeah, man. It's messed up. Well, that's where the famous line, uh, you know, my mom always told me, sit down, get somewhere and sit down, little girl. Everyone has seen you because mm. I was up like dancing around and singing. My whole family was there dancing, just singing, having a good time. They were all watching, whatever, whatever. I was on stage. I didn't care. My mother came out of that kitchen and she said, get somewhere and sit down, little girl. Everyone has seen you. You wow. were oh, Get your- Ooh, you. Were oh. <laughs> Good Lord, I was embarrassed. Because <laughs> she always said I was always flouncing around. Mm. Sit down somewhere, Miss Pris. Flouncing. Miss <laughs> Pris, uh-huh, all the time. All right, there you go. Some great days. Well, I tell you what, here's the time I've been looking forward to. What? Y'all have a good weekend. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, Tuesday. Tuesday, dude. Go out and try to be me today, Steve. Do that, man. What'd you say? <laughs> what did he say? Thank you. Say- good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> have a good try day. To That's he all said of try to be him today. That ain't home. <laughs> I had to kill. I had to lower my standards. <laughs> <laughs> he cracking himself up though. I know. <laughs> Lower, shorten, <laughs> reduce, <so> reduction. <laughs> <laughs> Bend over, crawl. Okay, right. bye. <laughs> <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. 
Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to a Cross Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 